Entrepreneur on Fire, episode 121. Welcome to EntrepreneurOnFire.com, where remarkable entrepreneurs share their inspiring story. Let their journey illuminate your path to success. And now, your host, John Dumas. Hey, Fire Nation. Are you ready to launch a website? I've created a free step-by-step video that will walk you through the process of buying your domain, installing WordPress, and creating your first post all in under seven minutes. Visit entrepreneuronfire.com slash blue to find out more and take your entrepreneurial leap today. Okay, let's get started. I am simply electrified to introduce my guest today, Kane Minkus. Kane, are you prepared to ignite... I am, John. I'm excited to be here. Thank you. All right. 12 years ago, Kane was broke and homeless, $40,000 in debt and sleeping on a friend's couch. Since then, he's built five multi-million dollar and multi-international businesses and helped over three million entrepreneurs and professionals all over the world open the floodgates of sustainable wealth. Kane is a co-founder of the number one global business training company called Industry Rockstar. Given Fire Nation a little overview, Kane, but why don't you take it from here? Tell us a little bit about you personally, then tell us about your business. It's, I always giggle a little bit when I hear that glowing introduction because really <laughs> the reason the reason we've we've had so many successes because we made so many mistakes over the years, and um, that's basically what I do these days. Is now I sort of travel the planet um, and get a chance to teach and share the lessons, you know, both some of the successes, but also a lot of the mistakes that myself and my business partners have made along the way, um, the success that we have, because really, I think you learn the most and you grow the most through your mistakes. So we travel the planet and try to um, inspire and engage and, and arm other interested entrepreneurs with the lessons and the skills and the models and the tools to become really successful business people, ultimately to help more people and fulfill on their dreams. So what I do is I travel and teach and speak um, and educate these days. And the company Industry Rockstar is something we started about three, four years ago with a business partner and close friend of mine named Jeff Slater. And uh, we just we had sort of accomplished everything we wanted to accomplish in our in our lives before we were thirty. And we we were like, well, we could retire or we could go do something else. And um, we decided that uh, we would go start helping people. And we named the company Industry Rockstar. Because we want to help people really start to position themselves uh, in their industries in the way that we felt they should be getting acknowledged, appreciated, and, and paid and respected. Because we meet so many brilliant people worldwide that are just awesome at what they do um, that are not getting the recognition, the money, or the ability to help and serve more people. That's powerful stuff, Kane. And I'm looking forward to delve more into that later. But before we do, we start every show off here at Entrepreneur on Fire with a success quote. I know you have a great one for us today. So why don't you take it away? Yeah. So there's a quote that I, that I live by. It's like my favorite quote. It is, there's no such thing as failure. There's only feedback. And this quote is so important because I feel like as an entrepreneur, you better be willing to and even seek out making mistakes, taking challenges and being willing to fall on your face on a daily basis. And that is a important thing I keep in mind when I'm going to go take risks because, you know, I've coached some of the largest executive teams and CEOs globally. And uh, it doesn't matter how successful or big or how small you are as a, you know, I've also coached little tiny mom and pop shops and solo entrepreneurs and, you know, graphic designers all the way up to Fortune 500 to CEOs. It doesn't matter how small or how big you are. 
we're all human and the reality is that we're taking chances and risks and hoping the best works out with, uh, you know, we're doing the best we can. And we need to keep that in mind that what we need to do as entrepreneurs and executives and business owners is continue to be willing to fail so that we can fail forward and ultimately build the businesses that we want. Wonderful. And Kane, can we attribute that quote to somebody? Where I learned that first is it is a core part of neurolinguistics. And I've spent years studying NLP and neurolinguistics, which is a, a core um, toolbox of influence tools that I actually teach these days, communication and influence tools. So that one came initially from that foundation of that work. Um, I, I don't know if you could attribute to you know maybe John Grinder or Richard Bandler, the guys who invented that work, but that was one of the core sayings. But I'll tell you maybe maybe what's even maybe what's even a better way to, to attribute it. When we were in India touring through India, we were doing a number of tours through India, speaking tours. I said this quote in a in a room. There was about I don't know two thousand uh, Indian entrepreneurs in a room, and a gentleman stood up and he says, "I've been an accountant for twenty years, and I love hearing that because I've always said." There's no such thing as losses. There's only lessons. Nice. That one we can attribute to a, a brilliant accountant in Bangalore, India, if you'd like. <laughs> Where I've actually been, by the way. Yes, yes. Cool city. Very cool city. So, Kane, let's use that to transition to our next topic, which is failure, which are challenges or obstacles that as entrepreneurs, we have to overcome at all times in our journey. Entrepreneurs, we either let these failures, obstacles define us, or we use them to propel us forward to really stretch the envelope and to become more powerful individuals. Take us to a time in your journey when you failed, when you just came up against an obstacle that you had to dig deep and really strive hard to overcome, and then share with us how you overcame that obstacle, that failure. Wow, I could I could talk for days about <laughs> failures. Days, oh my goodness. Um, and if, you know, funny enough, our trainings and our programs and our, our things that we, we present on, of course, a lot of the, the things that we've derived out of have come out of the failures. In fact, one of the, the things that we often say as soon as we get on stage uh, with Jeff and myself um, is we say, you know, look, we, I, we remember when we bought a business on a Tuesday for $350,000 and on Thursday it was worth nothing. Wow. And if you'd like, we could teach you how to do that. <laughs> That's a great way to warm the crowd up. Yeah, so, you know, wow, the mistakes. You know, look, I, there's so many of them, but if I had to choose one and just talk about it this, in this uh, interview, I would say that there was a, there was a big, you know, this, this, where you started off and you said 12 years ago I was broken homeless. That was a pretty big challenge. Um, you know, I had spent uh, my, my teenage years performing and touring as a musician. And I was even, I was touring with, you know, it was with pretty big artists and pop acts. And I was even a record producer and, and uh, in the production with Sony Music. And so there was a there was a time before that brokenness where I was actually really around a lot of success and and uh, it, there were basically I got to the point where I was 22 and I was completely homeless and broke after all of that like 10 years of touring and performing, and I started to realize that there's something um, really there's something really distinct about having success versus having exposure or having talents. There's there was something about actually creating success or a sustainable, successful life or wealth or business that is different than just having talent. And it was in that moment where I was like, you know, literally sleeping on my friend's couch in his office, you know, which I spent about almost 18 months doing this while I started building my next business. Um, and I remember there's that moment. And then there's the moment where I ran out of gas on the Golden Gate Bridge where I was living in San Francisco because I had no money for gas. And I'm driving across the bridge and I'm, I'm you know, run out of gas on the bridge and I got to have a police car pushing me across the bridge. This was kind of the moment where I realized, you know, life had to change, like something had to change. Obviously, I didn't know how to do what I wanted to do on my own. And so, you know, one of the biggest aha moments of that time for me was <clears throat> that I needed a mentor. I needed a business coach. I needed someone to help me out 
because as talented as I was, I just didn't get it. And that's where I think a lot of people, you know, if, if you're speaking to entrepreneurs, a lot of entrepreneurs are in that same situation where they want to have the success or the reach or the impact that they want to have. And they work really hard and they're really smart and they're great people, uh, but they're just not having the success they want and they're not really sure why. And that is, uh, that's the time when you have to, you need to reach out to a mentor, to a coach, or you need to go, um, you know, work with, with seminars or events or something where you're starting to get the knowledge, the information, and the handholding that can help you move past whatever it is that you're stopped in or you don't know that you don't know. So what were some specific actions that you took to overcome those struggles, to overcome those challenges that you found yourself in? Well, so, so I sought out, I started to seek out coaching and I really ended up teaming up with um, some great coaches. And essentially what they said is, look, it doesn't matter how talented you are. What really matters is if you know how to package and position yourself in a marketplace. And that really rang true and started to put me on a journey to understand how do I package up and position myself in a marketplace? And thing that, you know, packaging specifically is how do you actually create products and services that are desirable in a marketplace? And then positioning is how do you get yourself out in front? And this is why we call the company Industry Rockstar, because what I realized over time is that a lot of people think that you have to work your way up from the bottom. And that, you know, some people might, if you're listening to this, you might be wanting to start your first business, start your own business. Uh, maybe you haven't started one yet. You might have been in business for a while uh, and you're looking to really, you know, be able to raise your rates, get more visibility, uh, become really well known, maybe as an expert in your industry. Or you could even be an established entrepreneur. And you're looking to really take your business to a much larger level, you know, scale it out, make it global, that kind of thing. It doesn't really matter where you're at. Uh, essentially, you can always use the help to understand what's the next level. And it's essentially in that model that, um, that I started to realize that packaging and positioning yourself, positioning yourself especially out in the marketplace, is so critical because those that think that they have to start on the bottom will spend their whole lives working their way up versus if they realize that they can actually just do some things that put themselves on the top. And as it turns out, experts and successful people do that. I mean, if you think about it, Donald Trump, if he was going to go start a new business now, you would never expect him to like work his way up from the bottom. I mean, that'd be ridiculous. The guy's, you know, super successful. So what is it that he would know that others don't where he could just create a new business and put it right at the top of the food chain already? And this is essentially what we explore in all of our trainings. What are the experts doing? What are the top people in the world doing that allow them to essentially start at the top? Kane, that is some powerful stuff, and I really look forward to delving more into that. But before we do, let's go to the other end of the spectrum, and that is the aha moment. Now, you've already mentioned one aha moment that you did have during your failure, during your challenges, during your obstacles, but take us to a time when you really just had this light bulb that came on and said, wow, this is going to resonate so well with my fans, my target audience, my readers, my listeners, and then share with us how you turned that moment into success. To me, it was that living on the couch. You know, I think in, in everybody's career or everybody's life, at some point, they feel metaphorically on that couch. They either feel like they're struggling and they're sort of, you know, really, really having a hard time, or they have reached a plateau and they really want to get through that plateau to the next level. And so, really, what I learned is that it's not actually so much about what we're doing in our business. It's a little bit of, it's a combination of two things. It's not only what we're doing in our business, but it's also the daily decision making and the, the way we, we look at the world. Now, I hate to use the word mindset because it's very trite and it's been overused for years. But if we, if we step back for just a moment, there is a leadership mindset. There is a top, a top mindset. And it turns out that there are a handful of things you can be doing like sales techniques, marketing techniques, you know, internet marketing, those kind of things. And that's important, but it is also about the way you think. Uh, for example, 
you know, leaders and top leaders, they understand how to delegate out proper work and prioritize their days so that they can be really effective. They understand how to position themselves instead of doers in their company as, you know, leaders and closers. And these are kind of some of the topics that we talk about in our trainings because people have to start to reposition their own mindset from being essentially doers in their business and have built themselves a job to really becoming a leader in their industry. What we've noticed is that there are a core set of techniques that can always get taught, but you know, techniques are always changing. It's like we talk quite a bit about how today there are some very specific things that successful business owners are doing, like personal branding. And we're one of the leaders in the world that talk about and teach personal branding because today we've gotten so used to um, interacting on a personal level uh, with people. I mean, you know, on Skype here, you know, like, you know, we're doing on, this, on Skype, right? First thing that comes up is picture of you, right? And I get to know John from his picture, right? Uh, when we go online, the first thing we do is we, we often look people up on Facebook. You go out and you network or you meet somebody at the bar, you meet somebody socially and you say, hey, you know, let's get together or talk or even if it's a relationship thing or business thing, first thing you usually do is you go home and you search, search them out online and you often get Facebook or LinkedIn or any of the social media stuff. And so we're so used to doing business with people personally that your personal brand has become an essential component of business. And a lot of people don't actually understand how to cultivate a successful personal brand. I mean, it's not something you just kind of wake up one day and, you know, you're just like, you're excellent at cultivating a personal brand. It's actually something that can really accelerate your business when done well. And this is one of the core techniques that we talk about in terms of, you know, marketing. And so my point is, is that, look, there are core techniques that you can use marketing. There's, you know, public speaking these days. You can be using uh, consulting and coaching. You can be using leading events and seminars, and you can be authoring and creating products and services. You can be using internet marketing. All of these are technique things, and those are important, and we teach that, but we also have people focus on who are they in the face of those things. What happens, and who are they when they stand up in front of 50 people or 100 people or 200 people, and they deliver a presentation? Are they able to move people, inspire people, get people to, to come up to them, give them their cards, to, to you know, engage in their programs or buy their products on the spot? So it's sort of a combination of who are you as a, as a leader, as well as what are the actions you take. That is some great insight, Kane. Have you had an I've made a moment yet? Yeah, look, we have them and they, they're elusive. <laughs> you know, they, <laughs> they happen and they go away. It's like, I've made it, now it's next, right? Uh, speaking of which, it's just funny because when I say that, we were just on tour with uh, Tony Robbins and um, Robert Kiyosaki from Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and uh, Donald Trump and, and you know, Sir Richard Branson. We were touring with these guys uh, through Australia and Asia and Europe and uh, doing presentations with them. And I love, you know, Tony Robbins talks about how you get to that point and then you say, you know, well, what's next? And... Um, Look, there have been great points in our career because I'll tell you, one of the things that we always start off with, and I encourage your listeners to do this, we start off all of our businesses with a list of people that we want to work with in an industry. And I know it's, it's probably very um, uh, non-traditional, but I, we don't ever really think about the products. We don't ever really think about the, the services. We think about the people we want to work with. Uh, we feel like everything else falls into place. And in fact, this is how we help people build their businesses and build out a business around their passion. We believe that people are passionate about working with and engaging with other people. And um, if you build your business around who you want to work with and who you'd love to spend your time with, colleagues and customers, then you'll have an amazingly passionate business instead of building it around what you do. So, you know, when we started off this business, we made a list of people that we would want to uh, interact with that we didn't even know. We had no idea, no idea how to get to them, had no idea if we'd ever meet them, but we just made that list. And on that list was people like Tony Robbins and Sir Richard Branson and Frank Kern and um, no, I'm not so sure Donald Trump was on that list, but he was certainly interesting to me. Uh, <laughs> Kiyosaki and Dr. Martini, and just all these amazing, inspiring people for us. And this last year in August, we essentially completed that entire list of over two dozen people 
um, having met them, engaged with them, done business with them, spoken on stages with them, had dinner with them. It, it was just, it was a very inspiring time. And we were very excited and floored and then very depressed <laughs> because then we said, okay, well, now what's next? <laughs> what, what do we do next with our careers? No, I love that answer, Kane. And I love the question in general because every entrepreneur answers it differently. Some entrepreneurs say, I will never have an I've made a moment. That will denote the end of the journey. While other entrepreneurs say, I have one every single day. And for me, you know, it's, it's about the milestone. It's about the journey that you're going on and appreciating and enjoying that. So you were able to go ahead and reach certain milestones that you were setting for yourself. And it sounds like you were appreciating that. But at the same time, you're not done. Now that you've reached these major milestones, you're looking for more. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's, you know, this is just my opinion, but I think it's important that we celebrate our lives and our accomplishments and we experience that we've made it, that we're successful, that we're achieved, and that we we let ourselves know that and experience that so that we can go back out and create more. You know, it's funny when I, we had dinner with Richard Branson um, about, uh, I don't know, five, six months ago. And, uh, you know, the whole conversation was just about how we could all serve and help more people on the planet. Uh, he's a very inspiring, amazing man, and he spends about 80% of his time these days in his charity called Virgin Unite. And, you know, most of his focus is how can he help more people? Obviously, he's accomplished, you know, more, way more than he ever expected to uh, professionally. And so now his focus is how can he create and innovate and help more people on the planet? And that's really the conversation. I don't think you can ever get to the end of that conversation. And that's really where, you know, we talk about social entrepreneurism in our trainings and how to actually utilize that in a business to drive a business and grow a business and really experience professional fulfillment. And that's, I think, a journey that never ends is helping more people. We, we could never, we could, you know, we all decided we could never make enough money to help uh, all the people we want to help on the planet. That is truly inspiring stuff, Kane. And it's just great to see that people at that level of Sir Richard Branson and Donald Trump and just people along those lines are thinking in that mentality or they're thinking in that way. So thank you for sharing that. Just great insight, great look into a dinner with Sir Richard Branson. Yeah, for sure. So Kane, you have a lot of great things going on right now. Let's talk about Industry Rockstar. What are a couple things that are just really exciting you right now? Well, it was really exciting uh, for us. And, and I, I will say, you know, um, I, just to bring it back to this, we do this work because it helps people. And I, I will never forget being broke and homeless on my couch, just feeling really lost and confused and frustrated and alone. Um, and it wasn't until I really uh, discovered and sort of, you know, the universe brought me together with one of my first set of executive coaches where I really felt um, comfort in knowing that I could have some help. Someone hold me by the hand, help me notice what I, what I needed to notice, train me up in sales and marketing, all that stuff. So that, that experience of really getting the help when I needed it, when I felt like I had so much potential, but I was just spinning in circles, is the kind of, um, it's the kind of experience that I get off on these days. And so the more people I can provide that to, the happier I am. So what's really exciting to me these days, we just signed to uh, about a half a dozen promoters globally. We're taking our trainings to 12 different countries uh, in 2013. Wow. We'll, be, we'll be helping in, in front of you know, anywhere between two or 300,000 people um, you know, physically will actually be in, in the training room over these different countries. And I just can't tell you the, the amount of um, appreciation that people have when you share your knowledge in a particular area yeah. where it saves them the time of having to go out and make the mistakes and waste the money. And this is really what's going on these days. You know, there's, there's a type of business called the information business. And the information business is one of the fastest growing businesses in the world. And the awesome thing is everybody can participate in it. It practically costs nothing to get involved. It just takes an understanding of how to take out the knowledge and the expertise out of your head, turn it into products and services and get it you know, positioned out in the world so that you can help others. 
And individuals are using this as, a, as their entire business. So if you're a, a consultant or a coach, you know, if you're an author, or you're a speaker, or you're a trainer, that's the kind of business you're in. But if you're in another business, you know, if you're just selling a product like, you know, anything like vacuums or, you know, homewares or anything, you can still use this to reach more people, market and, and get more attention in the marketplace. So what I'm very excited about is the amount of people we're actually able to reach and help build their businesses. And um, what I'd say is, you know, specifically, it's the amount of people that we're helping. I'll tell you, a particular area that we're helping a lot of these days, which is just happening by chance, is we have a lot of women that are coming out and learning how to start, start their own businesses and build their own businesses. And this is a big thing. In fact, when we were on tour with Robert Kiyosaki and Kim Kiyosaki, his wife, they were talking about how this is the decade of the woman entrepreneur. And there's never been a better time in history for women to step out and start building their businesses. There's more support uh, globally, education, funding, um, you know, just general psychological support, um, more encouragement for women to start stepping out and cr- taking their genius out to the world and their gifts than there ever has been. And so that's very inspiring to me. That's some great stuff, Kane. And I just love where you're going with Industry Rockstar, just where it seems like these entrepreneurs are going in general and just the energy that you just seem to be taking with you to all these places and then whipping fans, the listeners, the people that are there up. And could not agree with you more as far as with the women entrepreneurs. It's just a really exciting time. And I've had so many female entrepreneurs on Entrepreneur on Fire and just hearing their story and their passions are just so inspiring. And it's just great to see that we're just having people following their passions, whether they be male, female, whether they be in a first world or third world country. People now with access to the internet are just having access to so many things. And it's just really exciting times. You know, yeah, so completely. And, you know, just to keep going on that, you know, we have a lot of teenagers that show up in our trainings these days. Yeah. And uh, they're just unbelievable. These teenage kids, we have teenage kids that are, uh, we have, uh, Jeff and I actually have a couple of friends who are in their teenage years that are making millions a year online. Uh, we, one of our gurus that we train with and that works with us on our webinars is 22 out of New Zealand. He does like, you know, 300,000 a month on online. I mean, like the, the, the capability and the ability for people to be using the internet and using their knowledge and, and doing things that they love to do, working anywhere in the world, reaching people globally is just Unbelievable these days. I mean, I'm I'm 30. I'll be 35 this year, um, and I know to some people I'm super young, and to others I'm to teenagers I'm super old. Uh, but we're we're kind of Jeff and I are we're sort of you know he's in his early 30s. We're kind of in this interesting pocket where the internet really exploded over the last 10 years for business and utilizing it. Um, I mean, of course, we had the dot com era beforehand, but it's really become amazingly accessible and easy to navigate. So if you're not on the web and you're not creating a, you know, a revenue stream, you don't have a website that's getting you five to 10,000 a month plus, you have to get to these trainings and understand what are people doing in order to be working anywhere in the world, creating the money that they want and the impact. It's, it's just unbelievable these days. Wow. It's so exciting. And being 33, I'm in the same pocket as you. And I just am really excited to see where the future is going and the fact that you can build an audience and like take Entrepreneur on Fire, for example. I mean, we're getting over 100,000 unique downloads every single month in over 100 countries, which is the crazy part. You pull up my demographic of the world, every single country is blue, denoting it's there's downloads in it. Like it's just insane the reach that you can have from broadcasting from a room in Portland, Maine. I mean, we're just in some really exciting times. 
Yes, agreed. Agreed. It's awesome. So, Kane, man, I could just keep talking about this all day because you've just w- really whipped me up into a frenzy, and I may not go to sleep tonight, but that's fine. But what we're going to do on this podcast, on this show here, we're going to enter the lightning rounds. And this is where I get to ask you a series of questions, and you come back at us, Fire Nation, with amazing and mind-blowing answers. Does that sound like a plan? Yes. Awesome. All right. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Knowledge. It was pretty much knowledge. What is the best business advice you ever received? (laughs) Um, Say yes more often. That's from Richard. (laughs) (laughs) What do you regret doing or not doing at some point in your journey? You know, I only regret the shots I don't take. So I would say anytime uh, I'd love to be speaking up or meeting, um, you know, maybe I'm at a conference and there's a celebrity or politician there and I just, you know, I go, ah, I shouldn't bother them or something like that. That's the stuff that I regret the most. Um, and what I learned from that over the years is that you just got to take those emotional risks and go talk to them and engage them and ask them what you can do to help them. If you could only choose two websites to obtain all the information that you need to succeed, what would they be and why? Facebook, because it's so interconnected in the world. Um, and then honestly, I'd probably use Infusionsoft because, uh, this is a database system where I can actually, you know, capture people that I want to engage in a relationship with and then support them by sharing information with them. So between Facebook and Infusionsoft, I think I could do some real, real good damage if I only had those two in the business world. Ah, great answers. Kane, do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with that you can share with Fire Nation? Well, yeah. So I just call it instantteleseminar.com. And this is because we do so many teleseminars and webinars online. It helps us reach the world from anywhere. I mean, you know, it was just, we were, when we were touring through Europe, we, were, we took a, a short vacation between tours in Monaco and we just hung out there. And while we were there, we did a whole bunch of webinars helping our, our, our private clients and our mastermind participants all over the world. Uh, and it was just awesome. We were just hanging out in our, in our hotel rooms and we were talking about business and how to get them to move forward. And we just could never have the ability to reach so many people if we didn't have that tool. Now, how is instateleseminar.com different from a go-to webinar? It's essentially the same. Now, I'm not, I think they might be different companies, but don't quote me on that because I, I, I just use the, the technology. I'm not familiar with everything behind it. Um, but GoToWebinar is essentially a webinar system. Instant Teleseminar is a phone system. And so the only reason we prefer a little bit of the phone system is it's a little bit easier for people to just dial in Got on their it. mobile or Skype. So it just gets us in. We can talk to everybody. It gets us out. It's really simple. But webinars are great too. If you could recommend one book for Fire Nation, what would it be? I love the book Screw Business as Usual from Richard. And, uh, you know, I think he's just a big, he's a big, uh, a big fan of his. And, you know, he's, he's a big uh, mentor of mine. So um, Screw Business as Usual is a great book to take a look at how a successful man built business and thinks differently than all, all the others. All right, Kane, this is the last question, but it's my favorite. Take your time, digest it, and then come back at us with an answer. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? The first thing I would do is I'd get clear about what I want to do. Um, in the next seven days, I would I would get clear about what I want to do next. So um, the reason is because I feel like if you take any action without being clear about where that action is focused, then you're just kind of spinning your wheels. Even though we're we're sort of wired to work hard as humans and spin our wheels and be busy, right? Uh, ultimately, about actually creating the success or the life that we want. Especially if I was dropped into a new world where I didn't know anybody and I had to create a new business and a new life and a new everything. Um, the first thing I would do is I'd spend some time planning, understanding, getting clear. 
And this is, I, you know, it's funny that you asked me that because this is exactly where we start off in our trainings is we got to help people get clear about where are they, where are they putting all their life force and their energy. Otherwise, they're just kind of letting it go and disperse into no container. <laughs> I think I'd spend the week maybe researching, getting to know people and deciding a new life direction before I did anything. Powerful, Kane. That was extremely actionable and valuable advice. And you've given us actionable advice this entire interview, and we are all better for it. Give Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance, then tell us so we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. So um, I guess I, you know, I want to speak to people who are uh, thinking about being in business or starting their own business. I mean, you probably have a lot of people that are already in business, but I want to speak to the people who are thinking about starting their own business or starting a new part of their business or starting a new business from the one they have. And essentially, it's get started. And the reason is, I, you know, I, I speak to so many people all over the world that are thinking about it, talking about it, um, wishing for it. But, you know, you cannot educate yourself into a business. Um, and this may be controversial to some, but you don't need an MBA. You don't need a PhD. You need to get your butt out there and you need to start to talk to people and sell. And uh, what I would say is, you know, if you're, if you're thinking that it's something you want, you want to own your own business, own your life, design your destiny, then you need to get started right now. No waiting, not tomorrow. No, I don't need more degrees, all that kind of stuff or more certifications. Get out there and start talking to people about how you can help them, how you can serve them and what they want to purchase and then give it to them. Kane, great ending, great insights all the way through. Thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise, your experience. Fire Nation, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you, John. All right, Fire Nation, are you pumped up to create a podcast and share your message with the world? Don't let your lack of time, knowledge, or skills hold you back. All you need to do is record an MP3, send it to my team at Entrepreneur on Fire, and we do the rest. It's really that simple. Visit podplatform.com, that's podplatform.com to find out more. Thank you for joining us at entrepreneuronfire.com your daily dose of inspiration. Prepare to ignite.